presenting Channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment. Hey guys, hey guys. I hope you guys the whole thing. So, thanks for joining us. This is Dr. Mama Elisa, don't ever call me doctor because that's not my most important role. Uh, so, today we have our lovely Eric. I love you, baby. Master Angel Eric. And he will be talking about, I'll tell you who's with us also, grief, stress, and anxiety. What? Grief, stress, and anxiety. Who has that? Stress, anxiety, huh? Okay. <laughs> we all do. All right. And we're facing, you know, so many changes in the world that, that have provoked, evoked some of this stuff, um, you know, in our per- personal life and also just as, as a collective. So Eric's going to share his wisdom. I remember I had you in homeschool, dude. I was the one teaching you. And you and Sean Dodge, who I also homeschooled, you guys would cut up and make my life miserable, but it's okay. I love you. Share Rand, <laughs> he was a prankster then even. Uh, so he's going to share this through these wonderful, wonderful channels. The one, the only, the the both and only, I should say. <laughs> Psychic Medium, Jennifer Doran, and, at PsychicMediumJenniferDoran.com. And I will put that in the description box. And me, Elisa, Atlanta Scaler, and psychic medium Michelle Gray at thehealingh.art.com. So, and also I'm with the channeling Eric, too, in case y'all don't know. And a lot of you guys don't know, Eric is my son that passed away, you know, 2009, and we have been on an incredible journey with him since that period of time. We hit the ground running, and oh, he's transformed so many lives. So, Without any further ado, I would like to say, hello, Eric, I love you. He says, hello, Mom, I love you. Oh, that's Jennifer talking. All right, guys, so who wants to take Eric on? You, Eric, you decide. Who do you want to talk first? Michelle, go ahead. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I didn't want to jump in all over. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to click it. <laughs> He says, he says, love you, Molly, saying hi to everybody. Um, he, he really he brought this um, topic forward tonight because he said, you know, obviously stress, anxiety, grief, that's something that we all go through at one point or another, some of us um, more than others. But what he really said, too, is he said, you know, like the obvious stressors of what's happening in the world right now is that, you know, even personally, if we're dealing with loss of a loved one, um, we could be dealing with loss of work, finances, um, those types of stress. But he really said, like, let's not forget also about the grief that we're experiencing as a collective um, yes. and experiencing as individuals. Because he says, you know, we're, we've, we've really lost a way of living. Um, we've lost a way that we've related with people. So many little things that have added up that have changed from, um, he says, the, the people that we, we met, where we met them, um, family members, grandparents, gatherings, um, celebrations, things that, things that we would have done. He's like, an old way has changed. And he says, even though change brings a promise of new, he says is it isn't without hurdles. So he just wants to, to bring it forward as, you know, recognize that whatever it is that's going on in your life right now, 
he says, we're all going through some really big changes, and grief is something that we're experiencing as a whole is, too, and it's a real thing. That's true. That is so true. So, Jennifer, what you picking yeah, so, up? Well, so what Eric was saying to me is that basically grief is a part of life, and this is the first time really where grief is felt on a, on a global level. Um, so everybody, really everybody right now is experiencing some sort of grief. And while things may seem divided, you know, throughout the world and just in general with, with everything that's going on, past, present, um, this is the first time where really everybody can kind of relate on some level. And that's huge. Globally, that's huge in, for raising the vibration of the planet even though it doesn't yeah. feel like it right now. <laughs> like it doesn't, mm-hmm. It's not obvious right now, but it's um, the collective consciousness is the first time where everybody, if you're aware of it, can be like, okay, we're kind of all on the same page. That's mm-hmm. true. So mm-hmm. that's a connecting thing for the collective, right, Eric? I mean, we are one. Yes. The, the tricky oh, thing yeah. is, is, you know, yes, you can intellectually know, yeah, I've heard we're all one, we're all God, holographic. One and part, whole, part and whole of God, blah 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 blah. But to li- to really feel that on a deep soul level, and to actually live that way, live as though we are part of the collective, is very difficult. It's a huge jump to take between the yeah, yeah I get it, and oh, wow, I freaking get it. And well, because he says on some level we're all experiencing loss right now. On some yeah. level, everybody's experiencing loss. Mm. Yep, exactly. I get a game tomorrow. Uh, my fifth grandbaby, a daughter, is going to be born at 7 o'clock in the morning. Already starting out to be a troublemaker. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, let's, let's number five. One, two, one, two, three, four. Yeah, five. Let's see, let's see you got an Aries coming in. Uh, no, it's Aquarius. No, uh, oh, Aquarius. That's what I meant. Air, air, Aquarius. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I mix those two up all the time. I guess <laughs> I get confused. They both start with A. I don't know. <laughs> I know, I know, but should be interesting. So, um, what do you suggest? Give us something practical, Eric, uh, to, to soothe our frayed nerves and our our, mm-hmm. our sadness. Well, he's, so, he's saying, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Michelle. Sorry, sorry. Okay. No, he's he's just saying that um, you know, like identify what it is that you're having challenges. Like identify what you're feeling, and yeah. because identifying it first of all allows you to start to reach for the types of supports you need. And he said, um, you know, like there are things that you can do from, you know, looking for a supportive. Do you have a team of people around you, whether they're family or they're friends? Um, a support line, people that you can talk to. But he also says the real big thing, he says stop, pause, reflect, and he says prayer. Don't forget about prayer. He says prayer has a lot of power to it. And he says yeah. and that's something that we're all connecting with around the world right now. So so really reach into those um, those resources within us. And he says re- be resourceful with yourself. Yeah, because thought is, you know, creates, it's physics, right? Physics 101, mm-hmm. thought is reality. 
Well, prayer is thought. And I will say it's very, very good that you brought up feeling and really tapping into your feelings first because, Eric, you've all, always taught us that we are emotional beings. And typically we get it out of order and we think of thought first. Mm-hmm. And then that evokes an emotion. And that emotion drives our choices, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes emotions should not <laughs> drive choices. But it's better to feel first. How do I feel? And then let that produce a, a thought or a series of thoughts. And let those thoughts, guided by those feelings, uh, help you make the correct decisions. Mm-hmm. Right, Jennifer? Oh, absolutely. So what I was um, picking up as well, you know, I, I live in Florida. And so anybody who knows what's going on in Florida, we're completely open. I, I can go and do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. So so I come from a different perspective because if I want to do something, I can go out and do it. I can go to a restaurant. I can go mm-hmm. to a bar. I can go to a club. I can go to a bar and sit right next to somebody else. Um, Wait, can you wear a mask? Not if you're sitting down. Apparently, apparently yes, COVID yes, doesn't transfer if you're sitting down. <laughs> yes, Texas, we whip out that mask the minute we sit down and get our menus. Yes. Yes, it's so funny. I, I was just joking. Obviously, it, it transfers if you're sitting down. But it, but Florida's open, so if I want to do something, I can. But a lot of places can't. And so um, serotonin and dopamine levels are very low, Eric says. So Whoa. for people who really, truly are quarantined and in their homes, you have to find something new. Cook mm-hmm. a new meal. Watch a new show that you don't ordinarily watch. Read a book outside the genre you usually read just so that you can get a tiny bit more dopamine and serotonin in. Um, something different. As limited as it might be, you, there is different things that you can do. Right, and get some sunlight. Sunlight on, I can't remember, the back of the legs or the, or the shins, first thing in the morning. But anyway, that sort of resets things. But you need sun because you need that vitamin D, and because low vitamin D levels can create can exacerbate depression. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, and of course, you know, I, I know you're in Texas, so you know, you and I are in a little bit warmer climates. I have a lot yeah. of clients in the Northeast and Canada who, you know, there's no, there's not sun. You know, they they yeah. won't see the sun consistently <laughs> until like April. <laughs> well, <laughs> pretty cold here. Yeah, it's a little bit of sun. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> but that's and that's what he's saying too, Jennifer. He's he's saying um like to treat yourself, create new habits, like mix things up. And and you're absolutely right. It's a definitely different air here, um, with a little more gloomy. And we're all on lockdown, on house lockdown oh. right now. So it's yeah. definitely a different situation here. Yeah. 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 Do you think the lockdown is a good thing or a bad thing, Eric? I mean, science seems to show that with the lockdowns, it makes absolutely no difference compared to without them. Yeah. We have a very, very infectious strain right now, so I I just don't know. Yeah, I I actually don't feel like I'm good to answer this question. I know too much of the science, so I'm going to bow out of this one. I agree. That's a medical question. I don't don't want to get into that. It's too much liability. He's he's actually saying it, it depends on the area. Oh. Depends on the area what's going on that it's it's not really a we can't really say that yes or no based on the whole world but depending yeah. on the area and, and where um you know what's traveling at that time but he says um for the long term no okay all right okay 
Yeah, there needs to be, there needs to, in order to, you know, at least in order to get herd immunity, there needs to be exposure. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, the problem yeah. is with lockdowns, of course, it's all different with this new highly infectious strain. So you take this with a grain of salt, what I'm saying here now. But as a physician, when you get people together, they all catch COVID, they're all getting in, and then one person goes out and goes to the post office, boof. I mean, so you it, it tends to you get these super spreaders created during lockdowns in these families. Um, uh, so to me, I, I feel like what we should have done from the very beginning is, of course, close the borders until mm-hmm. and uh, you know quarantine the 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 elderly and and the vulnerable and let everybody else get. It. I mean, you know, a, well, of course, there have been young people who have died from it. Okay. But it's called LDN. These kids that get this huge inflammatory response, the compliment cascade, blah blah blah. There's a treatment for that. But oh, well, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm getting. I'm. All, I'm even boring myself. I'm boring myself. <laughs> that is good. Fine. All right. So, um, so I, I always believe the thing that helps me most, and and this is how I operated after Eric's death. Of course, it was just awful. I was in a deep, deep hole for so long. I tried to take my life. I, you know, it's, I almost succeeded. It was just, I was so, cause he was my ten, twin. He is my twin flame. So it was so hard, man. It was just so hard. But the way I pulled out of it is by helping others. That's the way I heal. And that's why the yeah. blog started and all that stuff. And, um, you know, so to be of service is really a good way to raise the vibration for some of you guys, especially you light workers out there, which is interesting because a lot of you light workers are impacts. So you're m- much more heavily impacted by all of this, right? And so, he shared so, that. Yeah. He shared that, Elisa. He shared that about you. And he yeah. showed me that about what how you felt when he passed. And oh, he God. said, um, looking for how you can make a difference. Helping others yeah. makes a huge, a huge um, change in how you feel. It really does help. Exactly. Even if you are to call distant relatives and just have a chat with them. Hey, how you doing? Connect, yeah. connect, connect. Raise their vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're in lockdown, there are still ways you can, you got the telephone. And, um, right. and you can call, you can, I know it's, you can send emails, you can, you can actually send real letters that that's with some love notes. I mean, actually that can be extremely powerful. When yeah. I was homeschooling my kids, I had them write letters of gratitude anonymously to whoever they felt were their heroes. And sometimes it was a teacher, the a fireman or whatever. Um, and, and that could be very powerful too. donating stuff um, to the disabled uh, veterans or, you know, giving to Tunnels for Towers, which I do, and I really give to a lot of the veteran stuff. And, um, you know, so, so that helps also. Um, Zoom, face, Facebook Live, face-to-face connections also mm-hmm. help. But, hey, why am I talking? I'm not the master angel here. Sorry, <laughs> I stepped on your mic, dude. Go ahead, take over. <sighs> No, you're, what you were saying was, is right, and, and Elisa, and I know you know this, you channel information from Eric very often, so mm-hmm. some of the stuff you're saying, it's, you know, I know it's coming from Eric, whether or not you, you, oh you realize it at the time, 
Oh my God, that is so true. Because when I was saying all this stuff, I I was at the same time thinking, you know, I'm not this smart. So where, what the fuck, where is this coming from? This, uh, this is not me. This is not mine. It's just flowing out. So, not, so, so well, you know what Eric just said to me? It's not that you're not that smart. It it's the focus is different when the information is being channeled. It flows yes. a little bit better. But he says, it's not that you're not that smart. You are that smart, but the flow is different when you're channeling the information. And that was obvious just then when you were speaking. Yeah. No, I felt it just flow out like butter. Like I was in the zone. So interesting. Okay, well, that's good. I need that confirmation so that I will. I've been doing, did the mediumship stuff uh, bundle on myself. And I still need to do it, you know, the third eye thing, decalcification, pineal, all that stuff. so. So that's really helped a lot. Okay. Uh, what else, Eric? Just l- let us know when you when you have nothing else intelligent to say, because I sure don't. And we will take so calls. I'm, I'm just going to jump in here because for some of you, you may know this, and a lot of you probably don't. Um, this is Jennifer speaking. I have suffered with anxiety my, my whole life. I can remember being four years old and having a panic attack. Um, so this is, you know, this is something I have dealt with, you know, off and on, sometimes um, more productively than others. Um, sometimes I've let it get the better of me and I've, I've twice in my life have become agoraphobic to where I, I actually need the medication to get out of my home. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you're somebody dealing with anxiety, debilitating stress, anxiety, don't close off an avenue. Um, this is a big one and it seems like minor as I say it, but for anybody who struggles with driving with anxiety years ago, I realized if I listened to audiobooks. It mm. severely cut down the anxiety while I was driving because I was forced to focus on what they were saying. A lot of times people try to listen to music and it just creates more anxiety. So yes. I have probably in the last five years listened to 300 audio books. Wow. Um, just because awesome. I can't, I can't listen to girl. music when I drive. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no, I, no. Music rubs me the wrong way since Eric died for some reason. Yes. Except for very few Yep. Well, oh. You know what it is, is that for, for P, I, in my opinion, this is me, Jennifer speaking, in my opinion, sometimes when you're listening to music, you know, musicians, the depth of sometimes their pain and their sorrow and what brings wow. them to, to writing this, you tap into the feeling of it when you're listening to the music. And for people who are empathic, sometimes it's just too much. Wow. Well, well, that's, Eric just said, that makes so much sense because Eric just said, um, think about the music carries frequency, and if you add lyrics, yeah, to oh. that, you're tapping right into that to that part of your Pain your brain. You're right sorrow. into that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Makes my heart's sense. wide open, and so this, this it's like pouring salt on on the wounds. Even if the, yeah. the lyrics didn't really make sense to do that, but uh, you know, it just. Um, it did. And, you know, it's really interesting you talk about driving, Jennifer, because I think a lot of us have been so so in the hermit mode that we haven't been driving. We haven't been getting out there much. And I even feel like, God, how do you work this car? I don't know. Oh, how do I park this car? Yeah. It's like a little awkward. It's so strange. I've been driving for, I don't know, six, uh, 50 years. So, you know, but yes, so that it could be a problem in these times now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So any other practical, practical tips, uh, Eric, Michelle, you, you can take this one if you want. He, he just, he says, treat yourself. 
treat yourself yeah. do something that do something that makes you feel good you know um you know depending on what what you're able to do but like <laughs> buy a nail polish <laughs> he says like yeah. um, buy yourself a, a pretty journal um he said do whatever makes you feel good put some flowers in your home a new plant um change around your furniture do some things that kind of Switch things up and, and treat yourself to something nice, a new that, sweater. Yeah, that's cool. That'll change the energy flow a little bit by changing up your mm-hmm. – I mean, sometimes we get these blocks of energy in, in our home, in our, in our energy bodies. So moving, moving, dancing, for example, laughing, watching your best – your favorite, you know, a comedian, moving furniture, mm-hmm. like you said, just the whole flow of energy sort of shifts. But it's especially mm-hmm. been hard for light workers – who are almost always, maybe they're always, I don't know, Eric, you can answer that in a minute, empaths. And, and, and empaths are always the people that they don't do for themselves. They are all, always, and light workers, do things for other people. So it's really hard for us empaths to actually treat ourselves. It's not like, maybe we feel like we don't deserve it. It's, I, I don't know. It, it, I think it's, I don't know why. But maybe it's like, okay, I got this much resources. I want to give to somebody else because I'm going to be fine. I came into this world with a higher vibration than a lot of people. I'm not saying me. I'm just saying in, in light workers in general. So I want to devote the resources to another. Can you speak on that? Because I just lost myself right there. I don't even know what I'm yeah, saying. So, yeah. yeah, so that's um, sometimes what Eric is saying is sometimes it stems from with light workers, it is easier to focus on somebody else because to help somebody else and to put a smile on somebody else's face sometimes is easier than looking within ourselves and and, and dealing with the hurts and the and the pain that that's there. Yeah. Um, you know, for anybody who's really sensitive, you know, when you start delving into your own stuff, your energy has to kind of withdraw from everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so during the times when you're not wanting to do that work is, is oftentimes when it's like, you know what, do for everybody else, do for everybody else, do for everybody else, because there has to be that kind of go, go, go help energy. Yeah. Um, so the, the quarantine has forced people to kind of look at their own stuff. Which is um, good. They, you know, for a lot of people, yeah. We're going through this. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing, but it's a difficult thing. You know, anybody who's mm-hmm. done, you know, what's sometimes referred to as shadow work is mm-hmm. tough. It's tough. It sucks. It's what's shadow like, work? I've heard of that. I, I can't remember what it shadow, is. Shadow work is just your baggage, your stuff that keeps coming up, oh. keeps cycling around. You think you've dealt with it, and then it smacks you right in the face, and it's like, oh, shit, I guess I didn't deal with that. Um, yeah. You know, the, the darker stuff, the stuff that makes you sad, the stuff that, you know, you can't kind of hide from everybody else. That's that's yeah. at least my take on shadow work, Michelle. Do yeah. you have anything else? Yeah, that 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 seems pretty accurate to me. And it's the it's the things like they use the word shadow or the the reference shadow is the things that we don't want everybody else to see, the things that we don't mm-hmm. want to see, and it's duality, mm-hmm. right? Because we're all we all have duality. Everything in this world is duality, like masculine, feminine. So we have the light side and the dark side, which neither are bad. Um, it's not judged as good or bad, but it's the sides to us that we judge as bad, that we're yeah. not paying attention to or don't want others to see. And so that's why all the relationships and the people around us are so important because they will mirror us and allow us yeah. to be able to see those things if we're willing to see it. 
And and I'll just say I'm I'm very empathic and very sensitive, and I struggled so hard when I was younger and even into adulthood to the point where I couldn't even be around people because I burst into tears. I still do. I still do, but I have a, a much better handle on it now. But when I was diagnosed with cancer, I I was stripped down, so I had to face things. Oh, yeah. I was forced to face it. And and just like you said, Jennifer, it, it comes in waves. Like it's, you know, uh-huh. it's, it's, it just kind of pops up. So a lot of people are, are going through that right now, too, because this – opportunity of um, what's been happening and and us all kind of going in on our own, it's kind of been like this forced opportunity and it's a very good thing, but it's not easy. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, a lot of you guys out there, and, you know, I notice it because when I look at the orders that come in to Atlantis Scalar, of course I read the description of their and, and there's so many people that have had horrible lives. And, you know, there's many times where I've cried reading them. And even after I got the empath protection. And so I said, Eric, what's, what's the deal, man? It's like, okay, you, you need to double dose. So I had to do two empath protection services on myself in order to, to keep from being, being so affected by these really sad stories. But people, you guys who have had a lot of trauma, a lot of struggles, you that means you probably came in with a much higher vibration than a lot of people. Otherwise, you would not have survived it. The ordinary, the I don't want to say ordinary, but you know, a, a, a regular person. I don't know what to say, but anyway, you know, typical, what I'm talking about. typical, yeah, typical. typical. There we go. Typical person would not have survived what you've been through. So you, mm-hmm. you, you, you the problem is. That you probably say, well, I must suck because I have all this shit happens to me and I, I'm terrible, blah, blah, blah. But no, it's actually quite the opposite. It yeah. is quite, you chose to have the courage to put all sorts of crap on your plate, this incarnation. And you could do it because you came in with sometimes angelic, in, you know, energy. A lot of people have been nudged to Atlanta Scalar, not a lot, because it's so rare, because they're earth angels. And they're like 8,543 on the earth right now, humans, not very many. And earth angels usually have had a lot of trauma in their lives. And they generally feel quite lonely, even though they're surrounded by families and friends, that it just doesn't make sense. And they also have this constant underlying feeling like they really don't belong here. So, so don't beat up on yourself for having had a hard life and perceiving that as a series of mistakes that are your fault. Don't do that to yourself because, again, it's just the opposite. Eric, can right. you tell me what you think about that so I don't mess people's minds up? Is that true? Michelle, go ahead. Yeah, he's he's just saying he's saying it's absolutely true. And he says that if you think about the purpose of somebody who's really empathic, um, who comes in with a higher vibration, because that's exactly true. And that's not about uh, better or, or comparison yeah. or anything else like that. Yeah. It has to do with what, what are you coming here to do? What does your soul come into this lifetime to do? And, you know, sometimes it's to release karmas through your family. You're releasing um, situations that have been through generations that you're releasing 
and some of it comes from past lives and and some through the experiences that you have in this lifetime to understand yourself you have to go through the and we create these situations so that we do go through them to learn from and when we are able to resolve these things then we become and and yes he's talking real fast but um when we can resolve them we we were able to then um, come into a very new way of living. And it's interesting because um, he was just saying that, you know, when you go through your shadow work, when you go through your, your situations and you're, you're able to face them and work through them, it's not that you won't feel anymore, but you're not as affected by them so that you can do your work. So a lot of light workers that have a lot of these traumas, he says, also think about what you're here to do. And so depending on what it is that your your purpose or the way you work and do your light work in the world, think about a lot of the experiences that your soul has created for yourself and that you've walked through and how does that relate or will relate to what you're going to do in the world. That's right. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the big kahuna, people. That is it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, don't, don't beat up on yourself. And, and like, um, like Eric said, um, you know, it, it's, it's not a matter of, oh, you're better because you came in on hard vibration. Because let me tell you, there's been incarnations where we all have sacrificed ourselves to bring our energy down to a very low vibration, like Hitler. That's and, right. In order to help the collective learn something. So there is no judgment, Okay. There's no better or worse, all right? No right or wrong. In fact, Jesus said in our interview, I think, I can't remember, that you have to teach children that they're, uh, the difference between right and wrong so that they will learn that there is no difference. It kind of blew my mind. Right. But also, this is a time where we can examine relationships and cull the ones that don't work for us anymore. And also, mm-hmm. maybe the spiritual contract's done but also enrich the ones that do, do further each other's lives and our spiritual evolution. That's right. Okay. Jennifer, you like that. Absolutely. What about you, Jennifer? What you got? So uh, this is kind of going back a little bit. Eric was saying like perspective um, also, like if you're, you know, for people who really are having a hard time and, and not happy with, with their lives or feeling a lot of stress and anxiety, it's always great to like do things that make you happy. Like, Oh, you know, like look at happy things, read happy things. But for, for a good portion of the population to read stuff about people who have it worse than you is actually not a bad perspective. Cause then you can be grateful for where you are in life. Um, so Alisa, one of the things that Eric was saying with me, like, you know, you've lost a child. There is no greater loss as far as I am concerned on this planet that we can experience. No. But one of the things that you can gain from this, from what you're doing and hearing other people's stories is, you know, perspective. You know, I'm sure that you've heard stories that you're grateful that you haven't experienced. Okay. Does Does that make sense? You've probably read people's stories and it's like, well, at least I haven't experienced that. And so it makes it can make you grateful for where you're at. And I have one client in particular, and, and 
I, I, I'm hesitant to share this, and I'm not going to share a lot of details, but, but Eric is, keeps telling me to share it. Um, it. A woman and her husband and three children, and he absolutely snapped one day. Um, he and the wife were outside. He punched her out unconscious, and by the time she came to and got inside, he had murdered two of their children and shot the other one in the head. Oh, no. So I, I know it's, it's awful. It's an awful story. Yeah. The one child survived. She is thriving, and the woman continues on. And so perspective. So sometimes it's not like all rainbows and butterflies and sunshine. Sometimes you have to go deeper into the depths of despair to, to find what you're grateful for. Um, and not, not you, Elise, I'm not directing this at you. I mean, anybody in general. Yeah, it's a weird way yeah. to think of things, but um, I've actually had an experience personally like this where I was having a problem with depression and I heard a horrible story and I was like, all right, get your shit together. Like, you're, you're fine. Like, you don't have, you're not dealing with that. Yeah. So like, move on. And so Eric was saying perspective, get some perspective. Don't just live in your own world. Don't just live within your own grief and your own loss and your own struggles. Be, you know, looking at other people's and, and, and finding where you're grateful. If that, does that make sense? Oh, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. That's great. Well, I, I use the Walmart panties uh, example because I remember when I got so low that I was ready to just kill myself. And I just said, okay, Lisa, hang on, hang on, just hang on, just hang on. I was in bed just like for three days. And hang on, it's okay, hang on. And then I thought, wait a god dang minute. I am not going to let them find my body with me wearing Walmart panties. And there's nothing wrong with Walmart. <laughs> but that, then I just started laughing and I got up and went on about life. So, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the moral to the story is go get some Walmart panties. I'm kidding. Not really. <laughs> All right, so, but I, I also have been dealing with a lot, of, uh, learning a lot about negative entities, and I'm just shocked by how many people have negative entities around them and attached to them. It's like, it's like in, in what I'm doing, it's like 85% or more. It's crazy, and I'm sure that count has gone up given the yes. current chaos in our world now. Is that true? Yeah. 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 It's a vicious so they, cycle. They're loving because- this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The negative entities, it really is a vicious cycle because the lower your vibration is, the more easily negative entities can attach to you. And if you get negative entities attached to you, the lower your vibration is going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the energy, it, they exacerbate it. It's awful. But, um, but yeah. thank God with, with Eric and the rest of the divine team, they're able to kick them to the curb. And it's, a, it's just miraculous when we do this portal work. Well, I have the smallest role of all, but anyway, I do it, and it's it's quite extraordinary, the complete transformation of the person, the couple, or the family that gets it done. It's like they don't even know I've done it, and I tell them, as oh, my God, now I get why my energy shifted and my kids' energy shifted, and all of a sudden why – my kids are not fighting anymore. I just, just, it's, it's transformative. And you don't even have to have the person you do it on doesn't have to even know. We always get, or Eric gets permission from their higher self. So if you have a skeptic in the family, screw it, just do it anyway. And, you know, and, and they get permission and the higher selves always say yes. Do you want to say anything else before we take callers? 
Eric, my love? Nope. Nope. All silent. All silent and ready to take callers. <laughs> okay, okay. Then let me see. Um, there's a, a couple of people who have actually promised to take their call because they're in dire need. So I hope you guys understand that. But, you know, that's kind of what I'm here to do. So bear with me. Um, all right. So we have somebody from the 586 area code. Hi there. Hello. There he is, our Lambert. Elisa, you've said so many things already, and I I uh, have Eric to take the task on some of these. I was just going to say, ask two simple questions. One, first of all, I want to say and give all of my love and everybody on this line should give all of their love to you and Eric and the divine team and the Chandlers, all of them who are working so hard for your benefit, and you'll never know how hard they work. And they need your love and prayers just as much. No, I, I mean that just as much and more than anybody else. They are, you know, from you, Dr. Elisa, to my brother, Eric, to Michelle and Jennifer and, 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 and it, all, all those that try to make this happen, you have to be recognized because the work is so hard, so yeah. taxing, mind taxing. It is hard. I have to fight the negative entities. It's, it's very grueling work. I, I will have to agree with that. Just doing that is alone. I, I can't. It's like pulling spikes out of your skin. I don't know how you do it, but I need to get this out of my chest while we were talking. I love you all so much for what you're doing. Thank everybody, you so much. Everybody else should too. Uh, now let me yell a second one to my brother. Are we brothers right now, Eric? Without a doubt. Yes. 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 Without a doubt. Now, can I call you a putz? And he has a comment. He'll probably do the same with you. So, what relationship (laughs) have you had the most? Lambert and Eric. Father, son, brother, friend, friend, mother, son, mother, daughter. I, I, I get contemporaries, so uh, siblings, best friends. This is this is the area yeah. I feel. I think no. that's what I got to you, Jennifer. We're way beyond best friends, so it's going to be siblings. It's siblings and siblings. And yeah. he's oh, yeah. going yeah. to be. All he gets to choose. He gets to choose. Oh, well, yeah, well, he was talking about past lives, other incarnations, is, is what he was talking to me about. Michelle, is that what you were getting? Yeah, other incarnations? that's exactly what I got. And and he's okay. And he and brother, he he's calling you brother. And but yes, yeah, he was just showing us the answering uh, Elisa's question and just saying that many of the lifetimes have been best friends, brothers, very close. Okay, then I uh, I have one question for you. Did you get pissed off at me, pardon my language, and put what the hell man on my on my uh, post to your mom? 
He doesn't get pissed off. You kidding me? Mm-hmm. He knows what I mean. Did did you were you the one that said what the hell, man? When I said the thing that I was, you know, about about me wanting to shut my machine off, was that you? Because it came out of nowhere. Followed it yeah. right away. That's where Jennifer. Was, I mean, uh, Michelle. It could be a negative entity. Who knows? Okay, so yeah, I got it? no. I got no that it wasn't Eric. Yeah. No, it was. Okay. It wasn't. It wasn't oh. Eric. Uh-huh. Now I've I've got two two quick questions. No, you can't have any more. I've got so many people, Lambert. But oh. let me ask, let me ask a very important one to, because I, I have to let other people uh, ask questions too. Do I have, negative, do I have okay. negative entities that are are yeah. taking? My so that's what I wanted to ask. Does he need portal work again? Because okay, he moved. So he moved, right? Can, can I ask? Can I ask? Can I ask something? Yes. And I and I I mean no offense and I I mean no fear. Are you chronically ill or terminally ill? Oh, chronically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. No. That, that so, is there. No, go ahead. You can ask anything. So with with chronic illness, he, oftentimes with chronic illnesses or terminal illnesses, because the illness lowers your vibration, um, mm-hmm. I have found that negative entities do come around more. Um, so I, I will tell you, I do feel that more work needs to be done. Elisa, is that what you were feeling on that? Yes. I've already written yes. them down on the list of people to work on. Yeah, okay. I got exactly the same thing about the illness, like exactly. Yes. Awesome. They're with my expensive medication. Yeah, we'll try yeah. to get that down. No all right, Lambert, I'll work on and that I'm, next week. I love you all, and and I will be getting through to you through mom soon. I love you all. You let me Bye. We talk quite often. Um, all right. Let me see. We got somebody else here that, uh, let's see what we got. Um, sorry. Takes me a while. I was just going to, uh, I'm sorry. I'm oh, going to pop yeah. in. Eric is saying any kind of chronic pain or chronic illness lowers your vibration no matter how positive your yeah. attitude is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got somebody here. Is that you, Susan? Yes. All right. Hi, Susan. How you doing? Hi. I'm good. How are you? Good. What you got, babe? Um. Well, I just try backing up a little bit. It's waning. Um. I had done a healing session with Kim Voigt, um, like Eric recommended. This was almost two weeks ago. Um. And and at the end of the session. Um, we talked about my son-in-law who had just passed away way last June mm-hmm. and my dad passed away um, like seven years ago. So um, anyway, she channeled, channeled in my son-in-law and then had discovered that he hadn't crossed over. And what he communicated through her um, was that the the reason for this was he was worried that he was going to be punished oh. and that he would 
and that he would no longer have a connection um, with my daughter if he did pass, that he would lose that connection. So he was staying around her. That makes Um, sense. So my dad and Eric came forward and helped him to cross over. And, oh, he's um, over there now. That, that he, was, he's over there. Yeah, he yes. is crossed. He's crossed oh. now. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that crossing. was very. Yeah, yeah. He's, Go ahead. So he's, he can see your daughter. He, you know, this is all the things that he was afraid of were not, those were still earthly fears. Oh, right. Um, that none of them, none of them are what happened when he got there. Right. Well, I had a session. Um, Kim and I continued the session four days later to give him time to go, you know, start healing and um, whatever he needed to do after crossing. And the what was supposed to be 20 minutes actually turned into 15 minutes. So what I had asked her to ask him was about his death because we had been given two stories and. My daughter and I was having trouble um, believing one of them. What? What what are the two stories, darling? Um, The one that they stuck with was that it was suicide. The first one that they said was his brother was there visiting him. My daughter was visiting us at the time in another state because they had moved the fall before to another state. And um, so he was the brother was the only witness to it. He said that they were fighting over the gun and it went off mm-hmm. by accident. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he changed mm-hmm. the story and said that it was suicide. And so this is the story that the parents oh. were speaking against. Ah. And what I got from, I mean, I don't know if you want me to continue or if you want me to wait. I what, what very confidently feel this was an accidental death. Accidental okay. death. This was an mm-hmm. accidental death. Ah. That's that's what he communicated that, to me through Kim. That's I, what I, I got very hearing specific. over and over and over. Accidental death. Mm-hmm. Accidental death. Accidental death. Okay. I got well, very who specific details. Was, who pulled the trigger? From her. He did. He did. Okay. Okay. I, it, there, there's. Is there alcohol or drugs involved here as well? It was. Yeah, they were drinking. He didn't do drugs. Yeah, okay. no drugs. Okay. And there we was, did I, get my head doesn't feel. Yeah. My head doesn't feel clear. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I, there's a, there's a, a bit of a, a some chaos and a, a, like a struggle or a, or a fight and the and the gun goes off. I, I his hand was on the trigger though. Okay. Well, this is what I'm getting, crazy. Michelle. I don't know if that's what you're getting. Jennifer, you are right on too. You're awesome. Yes. Yes. I I, I could pick up on the suicide and I gotta tell you the the word suicide wouldn't stick. It wouldn't mm-hmm. stick. No, but, but so it made sense that you said that that was one of the things that you were told because I knew there was something in there with that. But um yes, this was accidental. Um there's substance in there and there was guilt. And the guilt connected to his brother, or whatever the scenario was, was what he was, what he was rolling through. He felt sickened by the way right. things had transpired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and another I, thing, before, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say before we before we let you go, I'm getting I'm getting two other things. I, I I'm getting that the the alcohol, the amount of alcohol that was involved here. 
um, is, is, is enough that the, you know, whoever was there doesn't really remember what happened. And number two, he's saying it doesn't matter what the death was classified as because sometimes mm-hmm. it's just easier to say suicide than to say accident because if there's an accident, there's more of like an investigation that needs to be done. Right. Um, so he says, don't get caught up on what it was ruled. This doesn't, he said, this doesn't really mean shit. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right, well, I well hope they can get I ask another question? Make um, it quick. We've got so many people in line. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, what was communicated to me, too, is that he felt like his parents weren't telling the truth and he wasn't happy with them over that. Oh, yeah. Is that um, still true, or has he kind of healed from This feels insignificant to me, or? Michelle. Are you getting any more on <laughs> yeah, that? I feel like he's made not, with that. He may have, did he express that maybe before he was crossed because that that seems to be cleared right off of him. Like he's not concerned about yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. All right, well, that's maybe, good. I mean, I, I can't remember, but. All right. Thank you okay. for calling. I think, I hope All that right. you told it. it should, I hope. Yes. I'm so glad he's crossed and yes. doing well. And that, you know, yeah. Eric. Me too. That, that's so the much, main, Eric. that's the main thank thing. Thank you so much, Eric. Thank I really you. appreciate you. I uh, I'm so glad he helps with that a lot. I really am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let, let's take the next one, 717 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hello. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm on speak. Oh, hi, my yes, name is... Who's this? This is... Okay, yes. How can we breaking up a little bit? Are you okay? Uh-oh, you're breaking up. Yeah, I can't hear anything. No. All right, call back in from a stable line, and I'll get back to you, okay? Call back in on a stable line, and we'll take the next one. Um, okay, got somebody from the 920 area code. Hi there, how you doing? Hi, it's Michelle. Hey, Michelle, what's up? Um, well, Elisa, you and I have talked. And, yeah, um, I... I a lot. <laughs> more texting than talking because you're such a busy gal. Um, but I want to thank you so very much for your help because my son was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. And for eight years, we've struggled with yeah. many things. Yeah. And it's been really tough, really, really tough. I don't yeah. feel like he's quite there yet. Um, yeah, is, so what's, what's going on, Eric? Why isn't he over the hump? He's better, but not tell him. What does he need? Is there a spiritual contract that needs to be revoked? Does he need impact? I mean, does he need you to just help him? What does he need? Mitchell. Michelle? Michelle, are you getting anything on that? I'm picking up on, um, so part of it is what he has to work through himself. Um, and <laughs> Because I do get that it's improving, so that it is going to improve, but there might be a little bit of time here. Um, he could, some empath protection would help him. Uh, a little bit of that would give him a bit of a boost, but um, Eric is like saying in the, in the next 90 days is going to make a difference for him. Well, that's good enough. Um, hmm. Can you ask him, I, I'm a little confused, I... He and I are so very, very close. At least we uh-huh. were before he became so ill. Um, 
I'm not sure if I'm an empath and he is as well. I'm not really sure what our connection is. Does he have any insight on that? Well, you're, you have a you're definitely connection soul well. connected. Yeah. Yep. Soul, this is a soulmate connection. Um, so it, what's interesting is Eric is telling me is that you're, you're empathic, but it is more directed directly from him. So, Whoa. So it might not, yeah, it's it's like you might be empathic when you just walk around and, and pick up on other people's stuff, but it's more intense when it's connected to him. Oh, correct. So uh, and, and that has to do with the connection. That that makes sense. So you're you're more vulnerable to uh, to Mitchell's energy yeah, than you are to And and yeah. what I actually what Eric just said is the last lifetime that you guys had together, you were identical twins. Ooh, oh my wow. goodness. Wow. wow, that does not surprise me one bit. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate that information, and I'm glad to know that um, there he, will be light he, at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Does he have any spiritual contracts that need to be revoked, or are we cool on that? Um, Eric's I'm not that's, feeling that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So you know, right? No. No, because oh, what? Okay. The, what is there is what's to be worked on between the two of you, like organically okay. to work with. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that any makes sense. Healers, light language, any, you know, energy healers, anything like spiritual DNA, like anything else from like one of the healers. So I, the other thing that I'm hearing, I don't know much about this, this disorder, but um, there, is there, is there a hypersensitivity to like light and sound? Yes, at least for me there is. Okay. I'm very sensitive okay. to sound. I, I don't like loud sound or too much of TV, radio, everything on at once. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's something in this, in this arena, over, over stimulation, over sensitivity to light and sound. Um, okay. I, I do feel there is something in this arena that needs to be looked at a little bit more. Okay. okay. And how how vulnerable would you say that we are to um negativity? Because it feels like I have to constantly be on guard. Well, you have some, you have some PTSD in regard to that. That that um mm-hmm. you know, so that mm-hmm. feeling of needing to be on guard, that's a PTSD response oh, is what Eric is saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. well, maybe so I don't really need to worry about protection. that. Maybe y'all both need to impact protection. I think you need to Let's be okay to let your guard down and see what flows. Yes. Okay. Michelle, some empath protection for you would be helpful. Okay. Yeah. Good. But, um, okay, well, and the two of you work off of each other quite a bit. So that'll well, be yeah. one. Why don't you just try one at a time? Just, just don't order everything. Sure. I mean, I really stress this to people. Just, you know, don't spend all your money. On me. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't want yeah. spending money on you, Elisa. No, you are so no, worth it. <laughs> maybe enough. If it if then you can try the other if. Okay, so I, I do yeah. feel that um that this whole uh process with him was so incredibly traumatic on me that I oh, probably God. am the one that needs it and that um because it almost oh, did feel like, I mean I hate to say it, I but I it almost felt like he died. Oh, yeah. like I lost oh, yeah. him. Yeah, you lost mm-hmm. the, the, the boy you knew. He, yeah. You, yeah. His identity was different. So does she need it first or does he need it first, Eric? I, I will tell you I'm feeling that she needs it. 
Yeah. Um, you know, you can't yeah. help others without, unless you can help yourself, you know. Oh, so, so I'm hearing that's her right. first. I agree. Then him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, sense. thank you so, so, so much, guys. You, I really, really appreciate it. Michelle, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, I'm very close to this case. I really have a very emotionally vested interest in in. in. Mm-hmm. So we've been really talking a lot for the last several months. Okay, let's see if we can get 717 back on. Hopefully oh, she has a good line. Yeah. Hi there. Hello. You're back on. Yay. I hope it works this Yay. time. Yay. This is Chrissy Knowles. Yes. Hi. Hi. Do you hear Hi, me now? Sweetie. Yes. And you want to talk about one of your kids, right? What? No, tell me what you want. I'm sorry. I I know what it is, but I know I my uh, Lily is here and uh, Lee and I. uh, I just am so grateful for so many things. I don't even. I can't put into words and. Lily has been wanting to talk to Eric, and she yes. tells me that she talks to Eric all the time, wow. and uh, she's been calling him. Um, I will say, I don't want to say uh, what I've been observing as from her, from a metaphysical practitioner, whatever standpoint, label, blah, blah, but... <laughs> There's so much that I can't put into words that. Well, let's let's hear perhaps, from Eric. Eric, Eric, what's yes, your take on Lily? Is, what do you want to say to Lily? Tell, Lily tell me about your relationship. Tell me about your Lily, relationship with Lily. Everything. Lily, come here. Come here, pumpkin. How old is Lily? Lily was born October third, two thousand eighteen. Lily, come here, boo boo. <laughs> she's uh, so wait. She's four, four years old. Three years she, old. She's two. Two. She turned two, two in o- October third. Oh, I, wow. I am in a different location in the house. Uh, okay. She's. Michelle, using, this is, this I is don't Libra, want to say Libra energy, right? This feels like you, Michelle. Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, just gonna say, Well, you know, my birthday is October fourth, so. I was just gonna say this feels like somebody very similar to me. I can feel that. Yep. And Eric, yep. Eric just said, um, and, and I'm gonna ask you, um, Chrissy, does does Lily talk about seeing a cat? Yes. Yeah, or does she meow? Yeah, meow. Dad, because Eric Lily. will show up as a cat. Oh. He's yeah. not. He's not always the showing cat, up Dad, as. Could you please? I'm sorry. That's Dad, okay. Can you please bring up? She wants to play play. So, Eric, so, so, okay. So, I'm sorry. Okay. So, Eric shows up with the meow cat. Is that what? Okay. So, is Eric one of Lily's spirit guides? Yes. 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 Flame of, of someone? Um, is there does Lily have a grandmother in spirit or an aunt, a female in spirit, on your side? I, be, I believe that's my mama. Okay. Uh, Doris Harris. Doris Sarson Harris. Okay, because there's it's Eric has come in with that soul, and there's a um, 
if there's a connection between you, the female energy, and Lily. There is some past life energy or some other life energy that I feel in there, but there is um, something to do with your own awakening and Lily that is going hand in hand. And yeah. um, it's Eric is, yeah, because Eric is, is helping Lily to help Thank you. you. Oh, and the thing is, too, so this shouldn't be put on her. Yes, this is the way the children that are coming in. I don't, and, you know, uh, it's also parts of her being denied um, oh, and yeah. saying aren't real. And then it's mental illness on my part. Uh, I know I have anxiety. Whoa, I know I yeah. have addiction. Whoa. And so the body gives people who still think the world is flat, that kind of thing. Okay. So we're going through that right now. Where, you know, the same thing is when happened when everybody thought the world was flat and then somebody said, nah, it ain't. So that's what you're going through. I went through a lot of that. We're all on the bleeding edge of that. And it's very hard mm-hmm. to convince people otherwise. What happens? It's hard when it's, so, it's from within. I, I'm just going to jump in. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt because I know, at least we're past 8 o'clock at this point. But listen, I, this is Jennifer, and I very clearly heard from Eric. She is not mentally ill, and she is here to teach you and guide you. Yes. Pay attention I'm to that told, child. I'm told I am mentally ill because, and I'm obsessed with her gift, but it's me protecting her. You're not mentally that, ill. No, I and, know. And Eric, Eric clearly said, don't, you, don't worry, because this is what she came in here to do. This is who she naturally is. And that's so, what I have said. And yeah. I, but how do I? She's strong it, enough. I'm, I'm getting attacked from within, and I'm being set, told I'm this, I'm that, and it's. Um, okay. Well, maybe you need impact protection. So this all rolls off of you like water off of a duck's back, girl. But yeah. maybe, maybe you need to talk to one of the mediums, Michelle or Jennifer, mm-hmm. and, and spend, you know, some time talking because it's your child and it's you and it's your life and it's both yes, of you. Family's future. So I think it might be really important for you to do that. You are reaffirming. I appreciate what I, I know and I... I <sighs> Am I, am I an earth angel? I don't know what, I, I don't, I don't even know what, I, I don't know. I, what, I just I think was wondering what messages Eric I, I, had. I think there's so what, many questions. What is this? Christy, what? So, there's sorry, so many what questions. This? There's so many questions that you need to ask. Did you have? Uh, did you guys have lunch with Eric? Uh, okay, and, and uh, past or future life. You know, what's the connection between you guys? What is his role in your spiritual evolution and okay. Lily's? What is Lee's component? Is you have too many questions yeah. on this radio okay. show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, you see, this is and, and we're going to run into the other show too. So I got. Could I just yeah. ask one question? What is one big message that Eric has for me right now, beyond Lily, like for me. Okay, good. 
balance, ground your energy, and trust yourself. Yeah, you need to trust yourself. I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. All right, Christy, thanks for calling. And I love you, you guys. Anytime. So we much. love you, too. Thank and you, you guys, thank, thank you. you. Sure. Oh, if you guys didn't get on the call, it's okay. You guys, don't worry. We're going to do this every week. We love you. And you guys, check out Michelle Gray at thehealingh.art.com and Jennifer Doran at psychicmediumjenniferdoran.com, which I will put in the description box. Love you guys and love you, Eric. Love you, love Mama. You. Bye, Jennifer. Bye, Bye Lisa. Bye. Bye, everybody. Great show. Great show. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.